0: Welcome to episode 512 of Salcido Paranormal, and tonight I'm sharing true paranormal stories from the web. As always, you can find all episodes of the show, along with links to my social media and other ways to contact me, at the podcast page, and that is salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's s-a-l-s-i-d-o-paranormal.podbean.com. Always happy to hear from you all, whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions or stories of paranormal experiences, whether they're your own or from others that you trust. Happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them. Thank you all for listening, whether you are here for the live streams on Discord or if you listen to the podcast or YouTube feeds or on the Trouble Minds radio network, KUAP Digital Broadcasting. There you can re- hear replays of two episodes of the show every night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, right before Trouble Minds, uh, excuse me, Trouble Minds Radio comes on. As always, I'd like to thank uh, thank Michael Strange, host of Trouble Minds Radio, as well as Liam Martin, host of the Exile Minds Podcast, for producing the shows and putting them up on the station as you hear them there with all the music and everything. And if you'd like to help the show... There are some different ways to do that. You can always share the show with others and uh, like uh, – I'm sorry, not like. I mean like it as well on the different platforms. Um, rate and review it on your the, your podcast platform of choice. Also, I have a Patreon page where you can find extra content there. As of right now, just one episode, but there will be one new episode showing up there once a month uh, starting in January. And um, that is available to anyone that signs up on any membership level there. So there are four tier uh, levels there, and uh, they're just another way to help uh, support the show. Also, if um, you like paranormal fiction or nonfiction books, I have some of those available for you all to check out over on Amazon. And if you'd just like to make a one-time donation, um, the best way to do that, do that right now will be through PayPal. And all those links can be found in every episode description. And you can go from there. Help is never expected, but always appreciated. As there are expenses in making these shows. Uh, from equipment to research materials to travel expenses. When I am able to travel. So, um, And uh, I think that takes care of all of that. Thank you all for listening again. And uh, bearing with me as I start to get back into a full schedule again. And... um Really glad to be doing this. And uh, let me see here. I think that takes care of everything for now, so I can get to these stories. And uh, also, just uh, for any new listeners, anyone, maybe just um, as a reminder, I'm always looking for, uh, as I say in the introduction, if you've ever had any kind of a paranormal experiences, experience or multiple experiences, um, and uh, you'd like to talk about them or uh, write up basically write up a, an account of what happened. Um, I am always happy to share those. So, uh, definitely reach out to me either through discord or, um, also I have an email address and that is Salcido Paranormal at com. So just like the show, except for with, uh, at gmail at the end there instead of the podcast, um, website name. So I, uh, definitely would love to to share more of those kinds of stories from people that are able to write in or or join me on the show to talk about them. Uh I love doing that as well. So I we had a few of those shows but um not a ton. So would love to see more of that. The more um things we get from listeners uh, and whether it's submissions in the form of writing or uh or guest interviews the less of these stories from the web that we have to find. And um, the more personal, I think it makes the show as well. So just uh, just a thought for anyone who has has experiences that you like to talk about. You're always welcome. And uh, just want to put that out there. <coughs> so. Um, but anyway, back to the stories I have found. This one says. About 14 years ago, my dad and uncle were at my grandma's property at night. The property is divided by a creek, featuring a downward slope, a bridge, and an upward slope. My dad and uncle were crossing the bridge when they witnessed a glowing, floating coffin. The mysterious coffin approached them, prompting my dad and uncle to run back to the house. Where the rest of the family was at. I'm not superstitious, but the story still gives me the creeps. Especially since both my dad and uncle saw it. Can anyone explain this? And that's where that story ends. All the stories I've heard and and read about, I've never heard one quite like that. I've heard of a lot of apparitions of things. Uh, from people to animals to vehicles to just eyes, in some cases, uh, a lot of different things. And um, I've been doing the show now for three years. been listening to other shows for many years before that, good I'd say at least a good five years before doing the show. And I used to listen to shows all the time, a lot more than I, I'm able to now. I don't I can't think of a, another story where anyone saw something like that. Uh And so that really is an amazing story to me. And I'm guessing it sounds like the writer there and their family, that's not like they don't start off by saying we we're interested in the paranormal we we hear and see things all the time. Um. In other words, they don't seem to be uh, looking for that, that the, these strange things to happen. Um, so that is, I would love to know where, and, and even just in general, where this happened at and the history of that land. And I don't know. That's just, the, the I would love to know more details about the coffin uh, in a way. I mean, it just sounds that's that is an amazing sighting right there. Um, I don't blame the two two men for being frightened by that because, of course, what are coffins used for? I mean, that's the thing. Would there have been anything inside of it? Was it a physical object that was also that was somehow being manipulated? Or that was was again like they said, floating and glowing. Um. Or was it just an image? Uh, I don't, I don't know. But the the thing that I wonder is, is if, if what would be inside it, if if there was anything in there at all, or if it was a thing at all. And um, so I have no idea what that story. But <clears throat> excuse me, I forgot about that story. It's been a little while since I have read some of these stories because I found them a while ago, um, probably end of October for some of these beginning. Oh yeah. End of October, I'd say for a couple of these here. Um, I think anyway, either way it's been a week or more for at the very earliest for some of these. So, um, so yeah, that's a, I don't know what that could be. Um, it makes me wonder again, every once in a while in some places where there's severe weather, um, unfortunately, in some cases, there, is, there are times where the natural conditions um, due to weather and then the, the way the land is, where unfortunately, coffins and remains do uh, sort of come out of the ground through water flow, through shifting ground, all those different things. And so I really wonder was that, was there any of those circumstances in that area? Could that be part of the explanation for what they saw? Uh, I don't know, but that's the only thing I can think of as to why they'd be seeing something like that, possibly. And even that to me is a, I don't know, it seems like a stretch, possibly, but really amazing story there. And I would love to know more about the area and. And also just other reports of anything else going on there. Um, any other sightings of that? I may have to do a little bit of digging to see if I can find any stories like that again, just to see if, there's, if that's more of a thing or if that really truly is a sort of a, um, what they call a one-off, where it's these strange sightings that there's no other reports of that same or similar sightings anywhere. And they do happen once in a while. It's not. Um, it's almost. It's almost as rare as whatever it is that's being seen. But they do happen. So you hear about them in different shows. Is what I'm saying there. So, anyway, um, yeah. I don't know what to make of that one, but just wanted to share it with everyone and and uh, see what you all think as well. So, moving on to the next story here. Uh, this one says. When I was younger, I went out to meet a friend, a boy, it says, near my friend's house. After being dropped off, I started talking with the boy on the road. Under a distant street lamp, we both observed a shadow of, uh, quotation marks here, human being, uh, close quotation marks, crawling on all fours. The shadow seemed unaware of us, and I asked the boy if he saw it too. He tried to explain it away, but did say that the strange or did say that the movement was strange, sorry. The figure moved fluidly on all fours, resembling an animal with uh, limbs bent like an animal's. It appeared bald and without clothing, with no visible anatomical features. We ran into the boy's backyard and uh, hid when the figure faced us and stopped moving. Once we looked over the fence later, the humanoid figure had disappeared without making any sound. I can't figure out what the creature could have been. It didn't have the exact build of a real person. And so that's where that story ends. Uh, that sounds almost like uh, a shadow figure that is also almost like a cryptid. Or at least uh, not a regular human, just by the way they're talking there. Um And I I don't know what to make of that. Uh, It is odd that they were on all fours um, under a streetlight. Streetlights seem to be, that pops up in a lot of stories. Sightings of of things. Either trying to avoid the streetlights or trying to stay in the streetlight. Trying to be seen. Or at least that's how it seems anyway. Um, trying to use the streetlight, and um, so I don't know what that, but that's uh, always odd when you hear sort of mixes of two different two what, what you would think of are different things, which is shadow figures, and let's say cryptids, if you want to just go with that general, very general term. Uh, but they do happen here and there. That's not the first one I've heard of that of a similar thing. The other other night. Um did a show, and there was a shadow figure that looked like an elf and uh but of course, that one was indoors and um so these shadow figures don't seem to be stuck in in any one form they seem to be able to change shape, and that's part of what is so odd about shadow figures um so I don't know it's. It's really odd there that um, this figure seemed to be moving around. I wonder if it was looking for something uh, or not. I don't know. It does seem like they noticed the writer and their friend. Um, I'm glad I didn't really go after them. Uh, But, yeah, really amazing story there with all that going on. Again... um, I wonder about the history of the location, but, uh, these shadow figures and even cryptids, they're not always seen just out in the wilderness or even inside people's houses. They're, they, they do seem to happen. All these things seem to happen everywhere. Just about, um, whether it's indoors, or outdoors, whether it's in the country or in the middle of a town or city. So, um, there's that. And, um, so yeah, I, I Really, that's really an amazing story there. I'm guessing the writer and their friend didn't have any other sightings of that that uh, shadow cryptid. Um, so that's good, but also that makes you wonder: was it just passing through? I do think that is something that happens uh, with all kinds of uh, different en- entities. They just they're moving through an area for whatever reason, and they happen to. They either happen to uh, be noticed or they want to be, in some cases, they want to be noticed. But they're still just basically passing through. Or it just happens. Again, it's hard to say. So, um, neat story there. And, again, I have no idea what that could be. Um, Let me see here. Moving on to the next story here. This one says... In my area, there are many stray cats, and a skinny black cat approached me one day, meowing to come inside. I started feeding the cat daily, and it eventually became comfortable staying both inside and outside. After four years, the cat is now healthy, loves being indoors, and sleeps in my room at night. The cat, which is fully grown, prefers not to be in complete darkness and sleeps on a small padded chair against the wall. About a year ago, I noticed a dark mass below the chair that resembled the black cat, seemingly mimicking its actions. I usually see this entity near the cat. And I have seen, seen it cleaning its paws and face with pointy ears flickering. Despite the mysterious nature of the entity, I no longer am frightened when I see it. But I still wonder what this could possibly be. And that's where that story ends. That one to me is amazing. Because it seems like there's a couple of options there. Um, that jump jump out to me right away. If this cat is sleeping while this other image is there doing cat-like things, I wonder if it's some kind of a out of body out of body astral projection. But then it's odd that. Um, that it's being i guess it kind of is kind of isn't odd that it's being seen as it appears uh as it really appears so basically another black cat there on the floor so either it's projecting itself somehow while it's sleeping which i do think is a um something that they can do uh or is it some other entity maybe another distant relative of that cat uh, who knows, maybe a spirit, again, I don't know, that is connected to that the living cat that is also <laughs> staying at that house now, of that writer, of the person that, had that experience, has those experiences. It sounds like it's multiple times, too. So did they get one black cat, or did they get two? And one is the living one, and one is sort of a ghost cat. Um, I don't know with that, but that's. It makes me think of um, just some of my own experiences I've had with, with uh, my own cat Logan, and for those of you that have heard these stories, a lot before, I apologize, but you never know when new listeners will show up. So, um, I'm going to talk a little bit about that because I've had the, the um, sighting of another cat right, um, basically appear, uh, before I see Logan. Either it's, it's that, it's either a, um, astral projection of Logan in, in one spot in the apartment while she's in another, or it's somehow (laughs) teleporting, teleportation. And I say that because this has happened a few times. Not just once. Um, and then, of course, there's another time where I've, I saw Logan in a dream. Um, but I'll just go over the, the sightings of Logan, my um, cat, sort of ha- seeing her in one place in my apartment, which is a small apartment, and then turning and seeing her in another spot when I know she didn't move. From the first spot not physically anyway not to where i could see or hear it and that has happened three different times so um it really is amazing and i wonder if it's some kind of a astral projection out-of-body experience um by location even i mean who knows for sure um and so it reminds me sort of of the story in a way Maybe the writer is um, either the writer is sensitive enough, sensitive enough to notice these things when the cat is maybe uh, basically doing these odd, uh, almost supernatural things. Uh, or there's, again, the the possibility that um, it is another entity. But going back to 20, it does kind of tie into my... The other thing I was going to talk about, which is the one time uh, Logan, when she was a kitten still at this time, she I'm pretty sure she protected me from some other entity that um, I saw in a dream. And I in the dream, I was in my kitchen looking for something, and I was hearing uh, sounds on my couch bed that was in the living room at the time. And I looked over and I could see what looked like two identical versions of Logan, my cat, who's a tuxedo cat. And um, I could tell just by sensing or just by some feeling that one was Logan. It was really her. And the other was not. And it was, But it was also conscious. It was aware. And they were staring each other down. And um, I didn't like the feeling I got from this other, this other whatever this was. I don't know if it was pure evil or anything like that. I don't know if it was just because it was unexpected or um, because it was conscious, so I knew it wasn't just a dream. But either way, I didn't like it. So I woke up, and uh, Logan was sitting on my bed looking at me, almost like she was asking if I was okay. So, for anyone who's never, maybe, never looked into the paranormal or supernatural or anything unexplained and isn't aware, um, cats do seem to, I mean, pets in general do seem to be able to sense when there's something going on. But um, I've only had experience with cats directly, and that's, I can confirm, that seems to be the case. So, um, amazing how all those stories worked out tonight. Um, And I hope you all don't mind, like I said, that I went into some stories I've told before, but I do like to share them when they seem relevant or connected to the stories I'm sharing. Um, Because that's, that they're, um, the more you look into these things, if you've had experiences, you'll find these connections. And and, uh, I think it's always good to point them out. So that's all the time we have for tonight. Thank you all for listening. And I will talk to you all on the next episode of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care.